welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pragmatic Psychology. I hope you are amazing and super happy. If not, uh, maybe this show inspires you to something that truly works for you. And being happy works. It's just what is. So I'm thrilled today because I have a special guest with me. She's not only super happy, She's uh, her name is Emily Russell, and she is incredible in so many ways. I was just like trying to figure out how to introduce this amazing lady. I mean, she's an access consciousness facilitator. She is a business entrepreneur of magnitude. I mean, the way this woman creates is just off the chart. She is um, taking care of a lot of people in a big international business that's in many, many different countries called Access Consciousness. And um, the funny title, which I adore, is Kitten Herder, which is so funny. It's like that's, you know, such a capacity to take care of people and see what they require and move everything forward with ease and joy and humor and especially a lot of allowance. So, Emily, I'm so happy you're here. (laughs) Thank you, Susanna. I am too. I'm so I always love talking with you. Uh, so thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for being here. And we just like looked at okay, so because Emily has so much to offer, and you know, with what can we present to the world? What can we talk about and invite to? So the topic that we came up with is sheeps and peacocks when you know you don't fit in, but try to. <laughs> <laughs> And I know you have a program about neon sheeps. Do you want to say something about it and the, you know, fitting in and not fitting in and trying to? <laughs> yeah, which is why I loved when you were, we were like, hey, let's talk on my podcast because I love your, you know, your pragmatic psychology and your, I don't know if you call it a logo of the peacock, like willing to be so yep. different. And that's one of the questions um, when I first heard, like, how different are you willing to be, right? It seems like such a simple question. But it's one that you can really keep unraveling and unraveling. And it's the things that are usually so different about us, we don't even notice or acknowledge because that's just how we are. So I got kind of inspired and created like a two-week program around being the neon sheep. So not the black sheep, which a lot of us might feel like sometimes, whether it's in your family or I don't know if that's a term that also translates. (laughs) You have the term black sheep? Yeah, yeah, we do. We (laughs) do. Yeah. So that's why I just love like neon sheep because you're not a black sheep, but you also, you don't fit in even if you've try, been trying to be part of the other buff colored little sheep that, <laughs> that go about life in their certain way. Like I always looked at everyone else and I thought, how come it's like, they all just don't seem to, they just move along in a group and know what they've wanted to do for their whole lives. And, and I never understood everybody else. And I thought I needed to fit in to actually get it rather than choosing the difference that I was, which actually is the, one of the keys to being happy. Like you said. <laughs> so true. It's, it's amazing. And I love how you talk about it. Like the how the difference you be is actually valuable, especially in a world where, you know, most of us, especially when we went to school, I remember it was a value to not 
stick out too much, to not be too much, to, you know, be a little bit an individual, but definitely not too much. And yeah. what that did with me and my world and my body, and then now changing all that and seeing the value of being different. So how, how was that for you? Or how did you be so different now and, and see this as a value? Gosh, that's a great question. And it's so interesting because you say that about being a kid. You know, I have two daughters who are seven and 10 and the 10 year old is just starting. I mean, it's almost like having a teenager. They start <laughs> this very early, <laughs> but that you can see her like looking around and doing that, fitting in like, oh, this is what kids, they watch TikTok. Okay. This is the girls wear makeup. Okay. And she's, it's very interesting to see her try to figure out the way other people work to choose what she would like to be. And then she'll have moments where she's just completely herself and crazy and giggly and everything. But especially as they become teenagers, it's like, yeah. <laughs> that's the value, you know? And I, I think a lot of it was, you know, I had, um, after being married and having two kids and realizing, wow, like I, there's gotta be more, you know, I used to be a high school teacher. I taught biology and in Chicago and loved it. And that was a fulfilling job. But even that there was always this thing in my world, but there's just, there's gotta be something more. And everything felt kind of normal, like the same, like there, you know, if I mm. planned out a vacation, you know, months in the future, that was the one thing I would have, ex you know, to create around, or I didn't, there wasn't enough in my world to get excited and create around. And I was like, that's, that doesn't make sense. because I have two wonderful kids, you know, I'm married. This should be, I have a, you know, I was teaching at a job I liked and then I, I was a stay at home mom for a bit. And then I came across excess consciousness, like you said, which is the company I work with. And it just started to, and one of the first questions, how different are you willing to be? And, and it started to make me realize that the parts of me that And actually working with people like yourself and other people who were grateful for me and would point out things like, oh, this is a capacity you have, or you're, this is, you're brilliant at this, or, you know, not from a way of just validating me, but actually finding these same things about me that were different that I didn't even know were unique. And so as I began to acknowledge that in myself and let those grow, it's like what you acknowledge can get greater. It's like, then I got to really tap into the creative capacities And the joy of being alive and all of that fun. I was like, oh, this is it. It doesn't have to be like the one thing to save the world. It's like you being happy and being alive is that like fulfillment of, of life, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> wow. And I love, so I love how you, you know, that the happy part, it fascinates me how this is still something that's not valuable to many people. It's like, oh, how do I reach everything I want? How do I become successful? How do I become, you know, whatever amazing in other people's eyes or achieve this and that? And then the main ingredient to have all this be a side product is being happy. You know, yeah. that's like the quickest route route you can take to, to get there. <laughs> and, and you talk about this so amazingly with the willingness to be different and the choice to be different. So you like you be this as a mom, I know you be this in how you create with business. You want to like just give some aspects of either like you can talk about both if you want mom and creation of business, like how does being different and how does that play out? Or how can you use this to to have more ease or to create greater? That's a great question. I I think especially, well, I'll start with, it actually applies both to parenting and business and kind of every area, but 
wherever I had to find, like I find myself, if I'm being a mom or doing that mothering thing from maybe how I learned from my mother or how I see other people being with their kids, that is never (laughs) fun for me or creative. And it actually is not me looking at, but what works for me and my daughters right now, today, in this moment, in this situation. And so before I had like read every parenting book you could find, you know, and thought, okay, this is the right way to be with them. This is what I feed them. This is how many hours they should sleep when they were little. Like, <laughs> and I, and that was not fun and also not fun for them or me. And, but yet it's like kind of what this world tells you, but be a good mom. And that's, you know, find the formula that someone else said works and then that'll work. But it's like, no, you are different. Mm -hmm. And when you acknowledge you are different and your kids are, it truly just comes from question. Like that simple question of, wow, what works for me and my kids today? Like, what could we create that works for us? Mm -hmm. And then not buying into the patterns that you might've gotten from growing up with your family and same with business. So I grew up in a family where business like kind of was a dirty word, entrepreneurship. It's just like, <laughs> ooh, those people, they're, they're, they must be making money in a bad way from other people. I don't know why I just had such a, a stigma. Like my parents were lawyers, but the kind that chose to not make a lot of money and save the world instead by being a lawyer, you know? So <laughs> it was really funny for me when I started finding out, you know, uh, that I actually had a joy of creation and that your life is your business. And I was like, what? I heard Simone Melissa say that, who wrote an amazing book, The Joy of Business. It's great. Yeah. Wow. It's great. Because uh, when I first read it, I was a stay-at-home mother. I wasn't even working. And I was like, I don't know why this applies to me. Like, I don't own a company <laughs> yet. Everything in here. But she says in that your life is your business. And so when I started to look at, like, what I wanted to, quote, do in the world or be in the world, like, teaching wasn't it. And that if I wasn't going to start a foundation to save the world and, you know, a third world country. And then what if I wasn't, you know, living my life's purpose? It was like, Oh, but if I start to look at what's different about me, maybe what, what capacities do I have and just start playing? Like, yes. Do I like to work a lot and there are hours involved and tasks and doing and everything like that? Yeah. But when I start buying into what this reality calls business or what you should do with your day or the number of hours you should work or the face you should present to the public or your coworkers and rather ask, wow, if I were truly being me here, how would I be? What would I like to say? What would I like to choose in this, you know, in my day? And that ends up creating a business and a life like where there's not a real separation. It's like everything is actually fun and can be creative if you don't wall everything off into different like segments. Wow, that is so cool. And you deliver so much when you talk. I mean, that is just incredible. I mean, you can just, you cannot listen to you and not be happy. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you are the same, Susanna. <laughs> I don't have to say. But you know, another thing I wanted to say, because it's funny, we had to schedule for today. And mm-hmm. I was looking at how do you start to find those things, you know, that are different about you because yesterday if and I I had a thing come up with a sort of friend more like an acquaintance where I got very frustrated because I couldn't understand like why in their world they would function from such a lack of it was like a lack of generosity really Mm -hmm. and I found when I go to that place of how could someone do that (laughs) (laughs) because in my world it's like that is so crazy to me and then I stopped and I was like whoa I am different like wow. I am different with how I would have been in that situation, the generosity of spirit, like that I would be, but 
that's why it frustrated me. Mm. So look at, I realized like, if you look at those places in your life, you're like, I just don't understand how someone could do that. Or like the crazy stuff going on in the world or world leader that frustrates you. You know, if you look at that, they, they are different from you. You are different. You see a different possibility. So if rather than, if you didn't get frustrated by that, but you looked at it, okay, wait, stop. And I have allowance for that person choosing what they are choosing. And wow, am I grateful? I am different. That, and wow, am I grateful? Like the gratitude for one's difference is a game changer because, you know, how many people are being judged for their difference? You don't fit in. You you know, you're not like everybody else. Who do you think you are? And, you know, being used to judgment and then you say, be grateful for that difference, which allows it to grow and use it more. So like the things you mention are, like, okay, so acknowledge your difference when somebody is, when you're getting upset, that upset being a, like a sign or, a, you know, an acknowledgement itself for, hey, this is, this is where I could look closer. I could go into acknowledgement. Oh, that shows me how different I am. So that's a big part, you know, the acknowledgement. Yeah. I love that you bring that up. And, and also where we, you know, have been taught, like the fitting in part is a lot about trying to get it right. You know, trying to get it right, trying to do the right thing, which is always someone else's standards. And when you talk about your kids and parenting and business, it's like not worrying about getting it right, but doing what works for you. You say like, what works for me? What works for us in this situation? Uh, not what's the right thing or what what should we do, but what works for us, which is such a different way of functioning as a mom, as a parent, as a business person. It's like we're so taught to do the right thing only and not what works, what's good for us. Like not like trying to get it right rather than what's good for us, what works yeah. for us. You know, wow, that's a different approach. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> and and one other thing I would just love to say too is it's so different. And often I, you know, I used to love to try to figure out how mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of the questions that came up a lot when we were looking at this being a neon sheep, you know, is, but how do you get there? And I was like, wow, there, there isn't a how. And if there is one, it's being you, like yeah. being you is yeah. the how to choosing your difference. And, and that is something you think, well, I'm like, that should be easy, but it's like, <laughs> like you said, since the time we were little, we probably covered up parts that we don't even remember are there, you know, these little brilliances that who knows someone, <laughs> someone might've said something you once and you're like, Oh, that must be bad. Like, it's not right. It's wrong. And then you cover it. And it's like, so there, the how really is just is being you and being willing to look at those maybe parts or pieces or ask questions like, what, you know, what, maybe when I was little, what did I maybe cover up? Or when you see a kid that's joyful or you see something that, or an adult, something like an energy or something that sparks your, like coming alive more like, wow, where was I? Where was I that, you know, because if it inspires you, you actually have it inside you. Yeah. You might just have covered it up a little bit. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, and I love that you say that like being you is, it's such a key to everything, 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 you know, and it's like this, and I, I know being you is something that's not only, you know, a book we know that is written by a great person, Dr. Dane here, being you and changing the world. And it's something that's so funny because it's out there so much. Like being you yeah. is like talked about so often, but then people go into, oh, I have to find me now and define me now, which is another like, okay, 
form of, of defining what that is rather than what you just presented, the freedom of being you and the discovering of what that is for you and what that might be in this moment. And maybe it's something totally different in another moment. And then also, like, I remember I had no idea what the being me is. When I was in school, people said, oh, you're such a chameleon, as it would be a bad thing, you know. And I learned right. later, oh, that's such a capacity to just like, oh, okay, what does this situation require? What does that situation require? And also doing what works. But also later, I had no idea what this being you is. And I started to find out, like, what is it? And I learned that every time something is about like where I be me is where there's a lightness, there's a joy, my body becomes more alive. And I started with, okay, so what do I see out there that contributes to me getting more access to what that being you or being me is? And it's like you said, looking at different people, oh, wow, they have something going on. What well, that sparks me, that acknowledges my world. And, you know, something that that's always been me, but nobody has ever said it. But then they living it, their being speaking so loud was something, oh, wow, thank you for that. That's something that speaks to me too. I can be that. I can be it the way I can be it. And yeah. and that's how we can inspire each other. That's how you can go shopping, you know, like like inspiration shopping of, okay, so yeah. what makes me lighter? What what shows me, what gives me more clue of oh, what is being me for me or what is it today? <laughs> oh, I love that because that is it. That's the, the invitation that everyone is to each other. Mm. But like you said, you're going to go, oh, that sparks something in me, but you will be that in a very unique way unique way that only you can be. And that's like, when I look at what gets me excited is more seeing more and more people choose to be the peacock or the neon sheep in the only the way they can. Cause then it's like more people go, Oh wait, I can be that in my way. And it's, it's like, yes, that is the world of people like to offer is so unique. And if you don't choose it, it's never going to show up in the world. And I was like, it would be so sad to not see the gift that everybody has, you know, in, in there that we're maybe not uncovering the brilliance of. That's so true. And it's like that, that jam that's for some people with whatever they got going on in their past, that that is somewhere there and they might have no clue, but then they meet someone who bees themselves and that then maybe that jam gets triggered so they can see, oh my God, there's like, it's not a wrong thing. I'm not the worst person on the planet. There's actually a, a beautiful thing in me being me. And then that can take over and melt everything else they've decided they are, which has never been true. And like, imagine the future we could create by sparkling or, or triggering each other with being, and then the next person pings the next and the next and the next. It's like a firework of, of beauty and colors and possibilities. And maybe that's something oh. we, you know, what would it take? And it starts with it every single one of us and the gratitude we have for the difference we bring. Like you say, the neon sheep, the peacock, and this also just shamelessly being us. Like, yep, this is what I be. You can judge it. You can enjoy it, whatever. That's not relevant. It's the choice of and the joy and the luxury to be able to be me. Oh, oh I'll have that. I'm asking I love that. And actually, this is something that Emily and I will talk more about. Uh, we're going to have an upcoming one day class on June 16th. 
um, yeah. that you guys can join online and uh, it doesn't have any prereqs. I hope that's correct. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So anybody, anybody can join if you want to like go, okay, so what is that thing of me being me and how, what's the value in that? How can I use this in every area of my life, in parenting, relationships, business, money, uh, where what I'm asking for is a side effect of, you know, me being me, because that's truly the key. So it's going to be a one day being you class, being a totally different creature on June 16th. <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> that title just excites me. <laughs> me too, totally. And uh, so there's much more you can discover about this. I mean, there's this wonderful book, Being You, Changing the World, written by Dr. Dane here. And uh, also Emily is offering so much in the world in so many different ways. She's a true inspiration in creation and so much more. So where can people find you if they want to know more about what you do in the world? They could go to my website, which is emilyevansrussell.com. And there's, yeah, thank you, Susanna. There's all sorts of different classes and things on there and sessions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Thank you, Emily, for being here. And uh, what else is possible for us being us in the world? (laughs) Yes, more to totally different creatures around the planet. Oh, yeah. excitement and inspiration. Thank you, Susanna. Thank you, Emily. Bye. Bye. How was the show for you? Are you inspired? Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too. Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage www.susannamittermeyer.com. 